Finally witnessing the downfall of the Dable Sweeney era for Clemson football. Let's talk about it. So Duke football yesterday, it got their biggest win of the season, let alone their biggest win over a while because they're not that known for football. Basketball, I mean, everybody knows they're known for basketball for the most part. I really don't have to get into it, but everybody knows for basketball. Football, not really, but they're starting to rise up on their football program for the most part, especially last year as they ended off very positive for the most part. But with the recent win against Clemson, you can just tell that this Duke Blue Devils season is going to be very good for them, and I'm rooting for them all the way. I really hope they have a very successful season. As they beat Clemson, let me take that back. They not only beat Clemson, but they embarrassed Clemson 28-7. to just absolutely embarrassed them. Clemson look out coach. They look out match. They look out man. They look out of sync. They just look like they didn't want to be there. And keep in mind, right? Clemson, they by far has the better coaching staff. They told me Dable Sweetie, multiple offensive coordinators on that squad. They got one from TCU who helped out Max Duggan in that national title game, even though they got Stevie Dunn, TCU got smoked in there. They bought him from TCU. They had the better roster. They got multiple four or five star recruits. They got, what, 56 blue star recruits on that damn roster. I mean, I could go on and on about Clemson. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're loaded in every way imaginable. Well, Duke, they have, what, two, three star recruits, and they only have two blue bar recruits. And they still beat them. They still did for those part. And what went wrong for Clemson? Well, it was just a lot of mistakes they made. The biggest one, obviously, being the red zone. Because the red zone, it was just not it. I mean, I mean, it got so bad that their coach, David Sweeney, just had to like tell the media about it. Like, that's how bad it was. They were just horrible in the red zone. They had multiple, and I mean multiple, chances to take the lead in the red zone, but failed every time. A blocked 23-yard field goal with 5 minutes and 11 seconds left in the first quarter by Wesley Williams on Duke's 24-yard line. Then another missed field goal on the 23-yard line from Duke's 4-yard line with 9-1 left in the third quarter. They did register the block by Wesley Williams, but that wasn't a block. He just simply shaped it wide left. It wasn't even close enough, by the way. Then a fumble the read option. The quarterback gave club and a fumble the read option exchange on first and goal with 5 minutes and 17 seconds left in the third quarter. First and goal, Duke gets the ball back. Then they end up fumbling the ball again in the fourth quarter with 14 minutes left and 26 seconds left in the fourth quarter at the one-yard line first and goal, which Duke immediately capitalized on and scored a touchdown, which is six plays. Oh, alone. And keep in mind, right? They got in Duke's territory eight out of 13 possessions, and they only had one touchdown. They didn't even punt, and they still couldn't do anything. I mean, nothing. They really couldn't do jack on them. However, Duke, they get a shit ton of credit, especially Ryan Leonard, because keep in mind, right, he played his butt off for the most part, right? He played really well, and he did this against a team that has arguably, if not the best front seven in all college football, and he looked poised. He wasn't shook. He didn't fold when it mattered most. He was in his bag. The big moment, obviously, was the huge 44-yard run to give Duke the lead in third quarter of 13-7 for the most part, which was, I ain't going to lie, that was a very good run by him. And he just looked poised. He, like I said, he didn't fold. When it mattered most, when the light shined bright, he did not fold. 
Also, the Duke O-Line gets a lot of credit because they won the Battle of the Trenches against, again, the best front seven in all college football. And Riley Leonard, he barely got pressure. He didn't get set not once. He looked very comfortable in that pocket. And the running backs were killing them at average over 5.3 yards per rush. And they just cannot do anything. As for Clemson, to meanwhile, Cable Club, well, he just was not him tonight. He was just simply limited to short passes. He only threw for, what, 209 passing yards, average for under five yards per attempt, one TD, which came off a dump off the Shipley, and an interception. Even though you could say that some of the receivers did drop the ball and just ran the wrong route, however, the fact is he just still played horrible for the most part. Even then, there were some mistakes he made on his end. Not a lot of them for the most part. But keep in mind, right, when I say he was limited to short passes, that's not a Clemson offense we normally see. We see quarterbacks like Trevor Lawrence, Sean Watson. We see dudes like that, and they have big plays after big play. We see quarterbacks like those guys. I'm not saying he's better than those two because that's ridiculous. He'll never be on those guys' level. But I'm saying, though, we'll be seeing a typical Clemson offense. We see explosive plays right off the bat. That's what we see. Not check down, short pass stuff. We don't see, they don't, we don't see that for the most part. We see big plays going down the field, throwing the ball like 70 yards down the field to a wide open receiver. That's what we see. But, no, we just seen a bunch of chuck downs, short passes, stuff like that. It was like, ain't it? Ain't it? And also, right, the bright side I will say with Clemson is that they did outgain them by 48 yards. They had 29 first downs and pretty much outnumbered them that as well. And they only had one touchdown. The main reason why is, once again, they just simply made a bunch of mistakes in the red zone. If they would have not made the mistakes in the red zone, it could have been a little different. Who knows? But I, I digress. So with this loss, right, it officially goes down as one of the more embarrassing losses in the Sweetie era. It's not the biggest embarrassing loss because the biggest one was obviously a decade ago in 2012 when he lost against Gino Smith West Virginia squad. That was an embarrassing because that, <laughs> bruh, <laughs> like that West Virginia squad, they dropped 70 points on their head in Orange Bowl in 2012. Gino Smith West Virginia squad, they dropped 70 points on their head. That was the most embarrassing loss, let alone his entire career. Could you say the most embarrassing loss in the ACC, the worst loss since 2014 for Dale Sweeney and 2014 for the ACC? Yeah, by far, you could say that, because their pride was by far Georgia Tech when they got destroyed 28-7. That was probably the most embarrassing ACC loss since 2014. I didn't have them going to the BCS this year. I really didn't. But now this year, it's starting to look like, I don't know if they're going to win the ACC title game. I don't I really don't know. But I'm not going to panic overall because, again, it's too early in the season. So as the season goes on, then we're going to finally see, are they going to rebound from this? Are they not going to rebound from this? We shall see for the most part. Because after this, their schedule is pretty light for the most part. Well, for the first two weeks, the schedule is very light for the most part, up until you go up against Florida State, in which... I really don't play. I really don't favor them because the following week they go up against Charleston South. I mean, they should beat them very easily. For Atlantic, they should beat them easily. Florida State, no, I can't really favor them against Florida State. They ain't got Syracuse and Clemson, Miami right after that. 
probably I'm going to see them lose one of those games. I really don't know who I think they're going to lose. Maybe at best, probably Miami. I really don't know. Then they got NC State on the 28th. Then they got Clemson on November 4th, which I got the Blues in. Then they got Georgia Tech, UNC, and South Carolina. And to be honest, I have them losing to one of the Carolina teams as well. I don't know which one. My guess is it'll probably be um, UNC. Chapel Hill by far because Drake Mays, he's playing his butt off right now for the most part. He really is. But what is your reaction from this game, right? I want to know what your reaction from this. Is the Dable Sweeney era officially over? Are we witnessing the downfall? Or is it just a fluke and he'll be back later on in the season? Anyway, drop your comments down below. God bless.